Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier. I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott, how are you? Doing awesome. We are gearing up for the 10-day Fasting for Life experience from October 1st to October 10th. Uh, It has been a whirlwind over the last few days with hosting the live (laughs) Q&A last night, um, answering a bunch of questions and concerns people had, clarifying our message, what we're going to be delivering over those 10 days, how we're going to be including the customized plan for the for 30 days after the challenge is over. Um, and there's uh, a few minutes left uh, if you want to hop on board um, because this is something you and I have been joking a little bit about, more me than you, but the holidays are literally right around the corner and we want to we want to change the script or rewrite the script for this crazy roller coaster ride of 2020. We want to go into the holiday season having control and bringing the simplicity back when the stress gets high and the indulgences are more prevalent than ever. We want to be able to give you, um, you know, the tools to be able to prevent, uh, you know, that that crazy ride from continuing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, continuing the the crazy trend uh, you know how history likes to repeat itself sometimes if we are uh, <laughs> right. if we're not vigilant about it but you know we always felt like that was something we just kind of barely missed the train last year where we we got started right at the beginning of January with the podcast and we weren't able to have like a pre-holiday challenge where we could really just bring this to more people so we said we had to have we had to have an experience this year before the holidays so that we could do better because for us the last holiday season was so much better it was like like none other before it because we, we understood what, uh, what we needed to do with fasting. And, and now we're able to, um, to have, you know, a big challenge and have, have people go through it with us too. You know, I'd forgotten about that, how we talked on some of the first few episodes of the podcast, um, <laughs> talking like we're seasoned vets here. We're only what, nine months into this, 10 months in, yeah. um, but it's so long ago. I totally forgot that, um, the holidays were so much more enjoyable this year, just from an energy and feeling standpoint. And it was so much better. There was so many less of those moments of being like, Oh, I hate, I feel like crap. I'm, I have a cold. I have symptoms. I don't feel great. Yeah. I'm tired. Oh no. The kids are going to wake up at six to open presents. Like all I just of these need a nap. Yeah. I just need a <laughs> nap. Right. Like, okay, how can we get a nap in today? It was, I totally forgot that it was, it was a completely different experience. And, yeah. Um, in full transparency, as you guys know, we, we try to, we try to, you know, be as transparent as possible as we started this journey as two guys trying to figure out their own health and figure out why the results they weren't getting, uh, you know, they weren't getting the results that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, is that we weren't going to do a challenge <laughs> at the end of this year. Like we had said it, we're like, Nope, we're not doing it. We've got some other initiatives we're working on. And lo and behold, you I think you messaged me or called me one day and you're like, we're doing a challenge. What weeks work for you? And I'm like, none, none of the weeks work for me. I don't want to No, We're not doing this. 
We can't squeeze it in. It's too, yeah, it, it's too late. No, we're yep. not going to do so it. So we reframed it. But we have to. Went to the drawing board and came up with this new 10-day uh, guided live uh, experience where each day it's going to be, uh, you know, in the private Facebook group. And we're going to go through the trainings, the Q&As and all that stuff. But it's so going to We're actually going to deliver it outside of the Facebook group too. Yep. Right. Which is a new thing. We're actually going to be able to, if you don't have Facebook, you don't really care for Facebook, cool. We've got you covered this time, which is one of the new things. Um, but it's also going to be the same schedule for everybody, almost like a ramp up for the first 10 days. So one of the questions we always get is, oh, it's a 28 day fast. Like you guys aren't going to eat for 28 days. Oh, it's a seven day fast. You're not going to eat for a week. Well, no, the plan is to teach you the different techniques that we've learned that work the best, but accelerate your progress. So you don't have to go through all the bumps and the bruises and the, the pain yeah, trial by fire. Yeah. We don't, we, we want to accelerate that process for you, especially uh, with the fact that Halloween is uh, about 30 days away. And that's when the holiday season officially kicks off. Christmas trees are up at home Depot. Um, not going to say yeah. I'm happy about it, but uh, that's why we're going to do the challenge. So it's, it's, it's exciting. And if you guys uh, last minute registrations, um, let us know. Uh, you can see the link um, in the episode notes, or you can go to www.thefastingforlife.com and there's a banner up top You can click on the banner and get in before the closing bell. So let's get into tonight's episode, Tommy. This was something that you had. This is a conversation that you and I have never had before. And if you ask our wives, <clears throat> shout out to the wives. I'll get a, I'll get a bonus point there for mentioning them. Um, we talk a lot about this stuff, like all the time, like this is what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Right. Fair assessment. Right. So mm -hmm. we, we've never had this conversation for in the way that you brought it to me. So I want you to kind of like frame it for everyone because it made me stop and think, and it really, brought some light to one of the, the questions that we've really been wrestling with. And that's how to, how to get people, ourselves included, the results. And there's some sticking points along the way and some consistencies that people come to us with questions where we're like, whoa, there's something here that's missing in these standard weight loss, health gaining programs that are out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're finally starting to uncover how we can get more people there faster. And when you brought this to me, I was like, mind blown. So yeah, in, in a moment of clarity, um, a little while back, I, I was I was sitting there and we had some some guests coming in for the weekend. And you know, it had been a, a very eventful weekend. Um, and you know, I was, I was basically doing OMAD, um, which with some guests in town kind of turned into maybe like a two to three hour eating window kind of thing. And the, you know, there were a few drinks and a few restaurant meals. And by Sunday afternoon, I was feeling like, um, what do I, where, where do I go from here? What do I need to do for this coming week? I feel like I got off track, you know, full transparency. I felt off track. And, and then I started thinking about it and I realized it, it wasn't just a problem of that weekend or the last couple of days. It was really a, a problem of the last few weeks before that. And maybe even, you know, a month or two um, 
where the scale had just stopped moving. Um, and e even when I did a little bit more aggressive OMAD or um, I, I did a couple of like two or three day fasts in there and, and the scale would tick down, but then it would kind of tick right back up. And, and I was trying to get a handle on where this was coming from. So it, it ended up, it ended up feeling like, like a major kind of plateau area when I started looking back at it. Right. That's what we're Preach. getting I, at. Oh yeah. my God. How many people like, that's one of the biggest things that people come to us with. They're like, yeah, I've lost the weight, but I put it back on and I got down to that number and then I put it back on and I've just been stuck and I lost this and I've got another 15 or 20 to go, but I just can't seem to get past it. And I mean, the word plateau is like, <laughs> is like is, is evil in the weight loss world. Like it's, sure, oh yeah. no, the dreaded plateau. So that was one of the things that stuck out to me when you're like, yeah, this is what I was thinking about when I realized X, Y, and Z. I was like, whoa. Yeah, because, it, you know, you, have, you make decisions every single day. And I, I started to think about why, why has the scale been just staying in the same spot? I'm, I wasn't at my, my final goal. I'm still not, but at, at this point, I was just trying to zoom in. I was trying to really get granular and figure out, um, you know, what the decisions were and, and what, was the, what was the thought process, if there was one, why I was making kind of the wrong decisions and, and why the, the momentum had stopped at that point. And that's where you said, like, determining there's a problem and how you're going to fix it. So, like, how did you get clear um, in moving through that kind of, like, because I've been in it too, that complacency point where you're like, yeah, I lost 48 pounds. I'm doing awesome. Like my, I'm doing great. Yeah. But you're not really at the end. And that downward trend has plateaued. So then that starts to mess with your mind. So like, what did that look like sure. when you had that light bulb moment? Um, I, I, I realized, I realized that there's kind of a, a logical framework for for what has to happen. And it, kind of in that moment, I, I realized that there was a problem. So I, I think it came down to perception really. Like I previously, I didn't perceive that there was a problem. I was just thinking, well, uh, I'm just comfortable here. Um, just living my life, just living life. Um, but I, I didn't attribute it to any wrong thought process or, or, bad logic or bad decisions or wrong action. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so just, just perceiving that there was a problem. It's kind of like, like what they always talk about with, you know, AA and things like that. Right. Like the first step is admitting there's a problem. Well, mm -hmm. just kind of looking in the mirror or, or looking back at, at, um, at the recent history and saying, yeah, there, there's a problem here. I'm going to need to do something different. I don't know what it is just yet and we'll get there, but, just realizing that there was a problem. So the perception that you're like, hmm, this isn't really why I originally started or hmm, this isn't where I ended, wanted to end up or hmm, yeah, things are good, but there's just like this little piece where you're like, okay, I've, I've plateaued and plateaus are super frustrating. So then that's when, for me anyway, and we hear a lot as well, is it's like the, the plateau is when the excuses come in, right? Yeah. And that's what you're talking about with the family and the choices. So you had, um, you had a couple of realizations where I think you gave an example of when you were cooking or prepping food for the family or the morning coffee where you were like, the perception hit you like, oh, wait, that's where it starts. Yeah, I, I remember I, I texted you even before kind of all this, this clarity because this didn't just happen in a moment. It happened over maybe a week or two where things just kind of started to 
to cement in my mind because I, I realized like, why are, why are other people that we're, we're talking to, they're coming to us with this, the same questions and the same plateaus and the same, like I've been doing X, Y, Z for six months or for a year and, and my, my progress has stopped. And then I think it was at that point where I said, you know what, uh, I'm feeling similarly. So there, there must be some common threads. Why don't we start digging in here? And, and what I realized is, let me look at my coffee. Let me start there first thing in the morning. When I first started fasting, it was just black coffee. And, you know, if you, you read the obesity code and Dr. Fung and, and um, you know, we, we talk about how if, if creamer is going to make or break your day for, for a tablespoon or something, then, then keep it in there if, if, if it keeps you going with the fast. But at the same time, if you find yourself six months or a year or two years later having, you know, full cream in your coffee or just a different kind of beverage, but you're still saying that you're fasting, like, are you really fasting or is it starting to slip? Are those boundaries kind of starting to slip? And then once that happens across multiple areas, that's when the, the progress is really going to slow down, right? And that's that whole, I love the analogy that you use, the paper cut and a house fire, right? Like, mm -hmm. don't... <laughs> Get the kids and the animals out, right? Get this kids for you first kids like you and kids first. Right. And then it, don't, don't make a comment. <laughs> if I screw up the hierarchy here, right? Like, no, just everybody out, right? Everybody, everybody out, out. Yeah. get the, you know, whatever you got that's important in the safe or you got some documents you need, like get out, have a, have an evacuation plan, but don't it, really, you leave, step your leave toe, the TV. you're not going to be too yeah. worried about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Leave the TV, right? Don't get the screwdriver to pull off the, yeah. So it's, it's that first little thing that turns into others. So you had mentioned where, um, you know, prepping food, it was like, Oh, I'm going to make sure that this tastes good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like my wife will, will cook. Um, she makes a, a mean Turkey chili shout out to Jen's Turkey chili. Uh, I'm just trying to catch up trying on the, even on the, the scoreboard. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's really good. And she always asks me like, Hey, can you taste the chili? You know, make sure it's spiced correctly. And that that's, um, I'm happy to do that every time. But, but at this, at this point, and after these realizations, I go, Whoa, wait a minute. Like this is one of those spots where, where all of a sudden, you know, a, a 24 hour fast can become, you know, a, a 20 hour fast or a 48 becomes a 36 because I tried the chili and I said, you know what? She only makes it every, every couple of weeks. I'm going to have a little bowl of chili, you know, like I, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling comfortable and, and I, I'm hungry and this is amazing. And, and, you know, so there comes the bowl of chili and there goes the fast. And, and the whole and, point of that is the insulin, the time in between insulin. So like you're losing all of the hard work that you just put in and you perceived it as okay in the moment. Yeah. But then the second point is that you made the decision prior to get the end result where now you're making the decision to give in because the perceptions change. So for me, it was right. like, like the second part is first is the perception, right? The second part, which blew my mind, I was like, oh man, then it's just a simple decision. Like, is this moving me closer or farther away from my goals? Like I, I used the analogy earlier, the smoker is trying to quit and he's tried and tried and tried, he or she tried and tried and tried and tried and tried over and over again. And then one day they're just finally like driving down the road and they burn themselves and they're in this moment of rage and they walked up the stairs earlier in the cold weather and they were out of breath and they were coughing and they're like, you know what? Fine. And they just throw mm -hmm. the pack of cigarettes out the window. Like you make the yeah, decision I'm in that moment. No, like this is what starts it. And I'm not going to allow that to happen anymore. 
Yeah, absolutely. That that's where you've really clarified a boundary. It's really solidified in that moment. And, and that's what I experienced too. And, I'm, and uh, like, I, I feel like the, even once this was going on, cause I remember where I was, I was in the car, I was driving and you know, it, it was, it was quiet. There was no music playing or anything like that. So it was just clear mental focus. And I said, okay, well, that's great. I feel this way. I'm deciding the boundaries are getting clearer, but now what? Like, what am I going to do? I need a plan. This week's going to come just like last week came. The same things are going to come up. There's going to be meetings. There's going to be people. There's going to be family. What am I going to do differently? Otherwise, it might be turkey chili. It might be <laughs> the famous Meg's famous muffins, right? Scoreboard. Oh, right. <laughs> like it might be the same stuff is going to come up this week, just in a different costume, like hidden behind a different, you know, flavor profile or in a different stress or in a different routine. So it's, right. man, like when you were like, perceive, decide, like you perceive the problem, you're like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm not really where I'm going or I'm not really where I want to be at. And then those little decision makings, you just kind of cut them out. You're like, no, this is it. And then it's like, okay, well now what do I do? Now that I took that out, what do I put in its place? What's my plan? Where am I going? Yeah, right. You, you, it kind of leaves a void where you, you go, okay, well last week, if I decided to have the turkey chili, what would I do instead? How do I, how do I do something different in that moment? Because like a positive reinforcement almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Filling the void. So, so you have to have a plan for that. And so I said, okay. Um, so when that comes up, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer taste testing this week. Um, even when, you know, Jen makes another delicious, uh, meal for dinner, right? Um, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not putting any of the creamer in my coffee. I'm not having, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to chew the gum if that, if that sends me down the slippery slope. Um, I'm, you know, I'll have lemon water, black coffee, and, and that's it. And it will be, it'll be easy to stay on track. It'll be because it'll be a hundred percent clear. The, the boundaries get clear and there's no, there's no slippery slopes involved. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? an air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes 
pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTING for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. And it's, it's like, cause I remember, you know, date nights for you guys and, and we do, we do something similar as well, where it's like, okay, well I'll make a concession. Well, plan for the concession. Don't, don't let the concessions become the plan. Like yeah. it's like, Oh, the work meeting or I'm traveling. It's like, okay, great. Um, you have a work meeting. That doesn't mean you have to go to the all you can eat buffet with everybody. Like, and if you do go, it doesn't mean you have to eat. Like you right. literally control with that immediate decision. And, and that's where I feel like, you know, learning um, the art of emotional intelligence where you have the feeling and before you act, you stop and think, mm-hmm. right? So it's that small little window. You can, a lot of the same information out there in life coaching and coaches and mentors and whatnot, you, you know, you can read all the books and whatnot. And there's always this thing of like, okay, just stop and think for a second. It yeah. could either be the shift when you get agitated or angry, like what made you angry? Was it the person? Was it your wife that made you angry? Well, no, it's usually not. It's usually something that's happened earlier in the day that causes that trigger. So the same thing comes with food because it is so ingrained in our life in our, in the messages we see and the societal norms and the family gatherings and all of this stuff that like, we, we want to be social people, right? And especially in the year of the, the crazy roller coaster ride of 2020. Yeah. Like, I feel like those cravings are even more pronounced, right? It's like, oh man, we get to go out. All right. Things are opening back up. Great. Let's go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Pent up demand. Yeah. It's like, man. So I think that's why I, I just noticed we've been hearing a lot more of it. And that's, you know, when you said we're doing a challenge, I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, you know what? No, this is like needed. So um, I, I love the fact of how you framed it. Um, you know, I think what you say, you're going <laughs> to, going to redo the closet, what was yeah. it, go clean the gutters. You got to find something to fill that void when you make the decision to not give in to the, the, the new perception that the, the new habit that you were doing that isn't getting you the results you want. Yeah. We do taco Tuesdays. Jen makes a mean taco, taco Tuesdays. And those can be tempting. Okay. I've been tempted in the past. I've, I've broken a fast that I wasn't planning to break because of Taco Tuesday. So I said, okay, well, what am I going to do? Okay, clean the closet. Let me do some decluttering. I'm going to go clean the gutters out. Like it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Input whatever. Walk. Yeah, whatever project you need. But that was part of that pre-planning. Right. During the moment of clarity, visualizing the, the week ahead so I could see those decisions being made so they're that much easier. They're, they're you know, right on the tip of your tongue. Um, uh, whenever the moment actually comes around. So perception, decision, planning, and then 
the last the last of the kind of new framework is in the execution, right? So Gotta the execute. week is not going to be different. It's things are going to be masked in different ways. Stresses are going to come up. You know, I saw a funny video the other day that was like, um, it said something to the effect of, oh, when your toddler wakes up at, at, uh, at 1 AM and you're at Disney and then it's like just this screaming mantra of like, I'm going to have a great day regardless of what happens. And it was like this funny, like uh, voiceover video where the stuff's going to happen. Like you're going to have yeah. the curveballs, right? We had a bunch of them today before we recorded this podcast and full, like full honesty. It's like, man, all right, well, some technical stuff, some scheduling stuff, some timing stuff. We're like, no, we are doing this today and that's where the execution comes in. So really, you know, what was, what was it for you in terms of being able to set the framework with the plan in order to execute? Well, you know, like one example that comes up and that came up for me was, okay, well, how am I measuring my fasts? How am I, how am I starting them and stopping them? You know, at this point, like I've, I've probably done several hundred fasts. Willy nilly. Yeah. Kind of willy nilly kind of um, just looking at the clock um, and going, okay, well, you know, it's four o'clock now just had a late lunch going to eat tomorrow around dinner time. That'll be about 27 hours. And then, and then that's it. Okay. So, but where did I start? Where did the, where did the results come from? The results came from the clear boundaries. The results came from using just a few little tools to my disposal, like a fasting timer app. Right. And so, you know, that, that can be huge. Just the physical motion of setting the timer and seeing how long it's there for and knowing that it's going to go off when it's time to eat again, just pre-programming the cues is, is huge. That's a commitment step. It, it's much more difficult to, to break that and to, to kind of break that promise than it is if, if it's just kind of like, well, uh, it, it kind of loosey goosey, you know? So I have two thoughts there and I was mm -hmm. like leaning into the microphone. Um, one is, supportive people and accountability because you are much less likely to let someone else down than you are yourself. Mm -hmm. So printing it out, putting it on the calendar, putting it in your, in your app, um, that works having someone. And that's why the power of these challenges in the, in the groups and the friendships that have come out of these groups, these group challenges that we do, it's just been incredible. Um, yeah. you know, you, and you were on your journey. I, I tagged along and then, you know, lost all the weight with, with diving into the research and fasting and, and, you know, using your experiences to help me through it. And so there's always that um, importance of having the supportive people around you. And we joke, joke around about, you know, the first and second rule of fasting is don't talk about fasting. But once you've done it long enough, you can actually talk about it because now you actually know what to do and how to do it and, and all of those different types of. Yeah, types it gets really, things. it gets fun to talk about. Um, yeah. But in the, in the beginning, it can be a little like, you know, protect it. Yeah. Be, protect your inputs. That's always important. But, uh, you know, especially when you're, you're going down a new, a new path, most people haven't been down this path. That's why we're here talking about it. And the second thing that you reminded me of is when you set the timer, right? it removes your brain from thinking about anything else. You're like, Oh, did my timer go off? No. Okay. Well then don't eat. <laughs> like, yeah. And it reminded me of my three and a half year old daughter where she'll want to do something like, uh, watch Paw Patrol or mm -hmm. color or go out back in the whale pool or whatever it is. 
and it's like, okay, we have exactly eight minutes from dinner to bedtime. Like it's Monday night. Mom got home mm -hmm. from the office late. It's like, okay, no, we don't really have time for that. So we literally use timers and it works wonderfully. We're like, yeah. all right, Quinn, you got 10 minutes. Go tell her. She'll be like, Alexa, set a timer for 10 minutes. And right. when the timer goes off, she is boom, ready, ready to go. Like she Clear stops boundaries. what she's doing. Yeah, she stops what she's mm -hmm. doing. And I'm like, I never thought I'd even want this thing in my house, but now I can't see like living without the Alexa that was gifted to us for Christmas a few years ago. Like I didn't want this thing. Right. I didn't, you know, I want big brother. I was like, no, no, get out of here. But I can't imagine not having them in multiple rooms now because yeah. it's such a tool that we've used, like you said, for those clear boundaries. So when you said that, it just like light bulb went off. I was like, wow, download an app. There's tons of them, right? Um, um, fast I like, habits. I like one. fast habit. Yeah. yeah. Fast habits. My favorite. Um, can also just use, you know, your uh, a simple alarm timer simple or alarm watch. on your phone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Simple timer so, app, yeah. Yep. So to recap here, perceive, decide, plan, and execute. And I can't believe that we haven't talked about this in this framework up until this point, but I alluded to the few situations that we continually hear and that we've both experienced, you know, being on this journey with everyone that's wanting to move towards health and decreased weight and just a better quality of life. And, um, is, you know, people that fall on and off <clears throat> the wagon, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I lost the weight. Oh, I couldn't. And then people that just can't seem to stick to it. They start fasting and then they just, they fall off. They can't seem to get over the hump. Um, I have a feeling that once we start having these conversations with people more often and putting this into practice, we're going to see some pretty crazy transformations take place. Yeah, I, I think that even so that no matter if you're in the beginning of your journey or somewhere in the middle, um, or even closer to your, your maintenance goal or your health goals that yeah. if you're stuck in a plateau, you'll, if you, if you think about these four pieces of the puzzle, you'll probably be able to identify where you are in that and be able to take action to get to the next step to get out of it. Because if you, if you've found yourself in a plateau, found the results slowing down or not really sure why you haven't reached, um, that goal, even though it, it seems like you should be there already or you should be further along than you are, then, you know, uh, take a look at, at what you're doing. Are you still doing the same things? Um, like when you were first getting those results or have they kind of changed a little bit? Have they kind of, have they slipped and kind of rounded out the edges or are things as, as clear um, and focused and, and decided upon as they used to be? Yep. Success leaves clues. So Right. Um, and we're, we're preaching to ourselves here too. So Absolutely. just so you guys know, like this, this came out of, you know, Tommy's realization and, and us having the conversation for the first time. We're like, no, no, let's not talk too much. Cause we want this to be like real and raw and live as we're starting yeah. to like digest this and put it into practice. So, um, the action step for today, you just summarized it is take a step back, um, perceive where you're at, perceive the habits and the little things that you're doing throughout the day. Make a decision in the moment. Sometimes you need to get emotional. Sometimes you need to do something physical. Sometimes you need to, whatever it is for you that works, but be able to find a moment where you can make a decision and attach an emotion to it because it's going gonna, it's gonna to move you forward. It's going to move the needle. Put the plan in place. Um, if you've had success in the past, go back and look at those cues because success truly does leave cues. And then simply enough, execute. So make sure you have the app. Make sure you have things to do. Make sure you've got the, so you're not the taste tester, you're the gutter cleaner or the dog walker, whatever that is. <laughs> um, 
make sure you've got that in place. So, um, Tommy, I appreciate you bringing this to me uh, and, and having the conversation because it's also going to re-anchor. Um, I know personally it's going to re-anchor me to getting down to that final goal. Um, and uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, uh, go ahead and go back and listen to our story if you want to learn more about why we started doing this and how we ended up on episode 40. I think this is episode 40, I think somewhere so. in that 40 range. Um, we started with an idea of, wow, there's people that don't know this and neither do we, and we just want to share it with everyone. So go back, listen to the episodes with a little bit, the first few episodes, a little bit of grace, um, as we were new to the podcast world and still getting our footing now and go to our website, www.thefastingforlife.com. If you want to get last minute entry into the registration before the closing bell, um, go ahead and click on the banner at the top of the website. You can download our fast start guide by signing up for our newsletter different bunch of different ways to engage. And we always love and appreciate the good reviews and the bad ones. We have a few couple, you know, a couple people that, you know, may, might not agree with everything we say. And we are totally transparent that we don't know. We are just here yeah. trying to improve, trying to distill down the information for y'all. And I uh, just appreciate each and every one of you that listens each week. And Tommy, uh, thank you, sir. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye. So, you've heard today's episode, and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.